0: That's so on brand for you. So on brand. Yep, very on brand. Hey everyone, welcome to the That's So On Brand podcast. I'm your host, Kristen Mann. I'm a graphic designer and business coach, and I am endlessly fascinated by other people's passions. It's our passions that make us unique, relatable, and people that others want to work with and get to know. I'm on a mission to get people thinking about their story and how their life experiences have molded them into the entrepreneur, athlete, or professional that they are today. You may not be for everyone, but you are most definitely a person that someone out there needs right now. So join me every Wednesday to hear from aspiring entrepreneurs and small business owners and see just how unique, authentic, and inspiring each person's journey is. So let's get into it. Hey, everyone. Quick announcement before we get into this week's episode. For those of you who don't know, I have officially launched my new group coaching course called Launch Your Business Bootcamp. This 10-week program is for aspiring business owners and side hustlers to gain clarity, get organized, and fast track their journey to freedom and flexibility alongside other like-minded go-getters. Whether you're ready to leave the nine to five corporate world for good, or you simply just want to grow and legitimize your current side hustle, this course will help you build with confidence and ease. I've already confirmed five amazing guest coaches to chat about mindset, business systems, LLC formation, bookkeeping and finances, and ideal client and offer creation. We start on January 31st and all podcast listeners get $200 off enrollment just by being a fan of the podcast. So simply DM me on Instagram or Facebook or shoot me an email if you're ready to make massive moves in 2022. All right, let's get into it. Welcome everyone. I am super excited to have Julie with me today. Hello. Hi. Hello, hello. <laughs> it's Julie's Christmas break, which is Thank so you. exciting. Hi. This is going to come out later, but she's yeah. <laughs> she's on her break. She's feeling good.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I work in public schools. I'm sure we're going to get into it, but this is the week that all Massachusetts schools get off. So I'm hyped that I'm just going to be doing the art thing
0: all week. Amazing. So yes, tell tell us what you do.
1: Okay. Yeah. So it's like a two-part answer. So I have a full-time job as a licensed school psychologist. So I just started a new job this year in a new super small school and I absolutely love it. Um, So basically what a school psychologist is, is like evaluating students to see if they have a learning disability. So I give IQ tests and I can see if they have ADHD or like dyslexia or things like that. Um, But I also have a really large counseling caseload. So I get like students from kindergarten all the way up to sixth grade who are really anxious or depressed or just like family stuff going on. Um, Especially with the pandemic, I've seen mental health kind of I'm sure. (laughs) deteriorate. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I love it. And it's just, it's such an honor. Um, And it's just so rewarding to get to be part of the kiddos lives. Um, So that's my full-time job. And then I'm an artist on the side. So I work like seven hours a day and then I come home and like my way to relax is doing art. Um, So I've always like grown up doodling and drawing and stuff like that but then I think with the pandemic I decided to take it a bit more seriously um so I like had the free time I didn't have to commute anymore and like I was able to really just go fully in um into art so I really like doing portraits that's my big thing like I love yes. I absolutely love drawing people um and then I'm doing pet portraits in my style like it's super rainbow it's not your typical colors that you would see um but it's a lot more fun and like full of energy um and so my favorite is when a dog is smiling or like they have a goofy look and like their tongue is out it's like oh I know this is gonna be a good one um yes
0: so, I so commissioned you for my well not my brother Dylan's brother and sister-in-law they yeah. have two dogs yeah. and so that was their Christmas gift this year and Aww, they called on Christmas and they were like did you make this and I was like, <laughs> hell no. (laughs) But it's amazing. They're like obsessed with it. They're they're like, this is the best gift we've ever had. Like we, we Oh my
1: God. I, I, it might sound bad, but I love hearing when people cry when they open the gift. (laughs) I'm like, Oh, that means a lot. Like that's
0: serious. For sure. Um, You cannot fake that. No,
1: that is like a genuine reaction. So yeah, my pet portraits are like my big thing right now, I guess. Um, but I also do like lettering and illustrations for greeting cards and stuff like that. Um I don't know that I can say I have a significant style. It's so like a little bit of everything. Some people have said my art is like eclectic or whimsical. Yeah. Yeah. And I kind of like those words to use. I'm like, sure, I'll take it. Like that sounds <laughs> good.
0: <laughs> yeah, I love that. It's funny that you you talk about um how you love doing portraits because I'm a graphic designer. So I had to take like drawing classes. Mm -hmm. and the portrait part was so hard, like, I hated it, I was like, I will draw, I will paint anything except likeness, like, I cannot, I cannot do it, I don't know why, but it's, like, it's, like,
1: a good challenge, it's, like, can I do it, like, how close can I get it, where it's, like, still life or something, It just, it does nothing for me. My mom has asked yeah. us, can you paint me? She like, she's like obsessed with Colorado. Can you paint me a picture of aspen trees and the mountains? And I'm like, that does nothing for me. Like, I'm not doing that. Sorry, it's not. Yeah, I'm
0: not doing that all day. Thank yeah, you. no, no <laughs>
1: way. Um, but it's so funny because graphic design and art, like people think they're really, they're like, they're overlapping. And in some ways I think they are, but like what you do, I could, I can't, I'm like, "Mm, I just, I don't have it in me. Same
0: Same vice versa. Yeah. Yeah. People are always like, you're an artist. And I'm like, I'm not in my (laughs) head. I am a creative problem solver. That is what I categorize the work I do as it's totally different. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah. And like people say, oh, you're creative. You could think of something. I'm like, I'm creative when I'm drawing portraits. Like I can do that. But coming right. up with a random idea, I don't know that that's really my style either.
0: So. Right. Yeah. Everyone's yeah. different. That That's a really cool way to look at it. So your art business name, glad you're here, Co. Yeah. I let's know get all it. about that. And yeah. you've already talked about your style a little bit, but tell me about the name. Okay. Um,
1: well, Kristen, if you don't recall, (laughs) we met at November project and
0: thought that had something to do with it. Yeah.
1: Um, and if you're listening and you're like, what the heck is November project? That's really weird. Um, it's, it's worldwide at this point, but it's a group of people who are fitness enthusiasts and they just love kind of working out. Um, but also building that sense of community and getting to know each other. Um, yeah, it's, it's free. That's a huge piece. That's right. I mean, it's, it's a little wackadoodle because it's at six 30 in the morning. (laughs) That's (laughs) weird. But, um, so that's how we met. And I think when I joined, I was really, I was new to the city. So I was like struggling to meet people and like make connections. Um, and I was actually going through a pretty like significant friend breakup, which by the way, I feel like people don't talk about enough. Agreed. Um, agree. So that, yeah, that was really hard. Dramatic. Yeah. And just like trying to figure out who can I connect with? Who are my people? Like my, you know, my vibe. Before the start of every workout, we always start with like a warm up, like typically jumping up and down. And then we either hug or a high five, maybe like three to five people. And you tell them, I'm glad you're here. And like I said, when I was, when I joined, I was new to the city. So it was really hard for me to make connections. Um, But hearing that three times a week, first thing to start the day, I just felt so welcomed and connected and like accepted. Um, And I really wanted that messaging to be part of my brand. Um, And I think it has a little bit of a nod to like mental health also, which is also important to me as a school psychologist too. Um, So I just thought that it kind of, it kind of encapsulated everything. I love um, it. Yeah, so that's the name. Glad you're here, Co. It's kind of long and people are like, what? So I have to repeat it a lot, but it's fine. Um it works out.
0: It's not yeah. as long as many things that I've had to work with design-wise. So okay. Right. Not <laughs> that bad. Thank God. Not that to- bad <laughs> at all. <laughs> no, I love the name. And like you said your style is very eclectic it's it's bright it's colorful um I don't know how else would you describe it like yeah. why why do you think you navigate to like that style as opposed to other things I guess
1: yeah it's hard to explain too because I think a lot of my lettering and illustration and like my rainbow pet portrait there's a lot of color um mm-hmm. and it's very bright and vibrant and just bold and it's just kind of like this feeling of like just be you be yourself if people can't handle it then you know they'll mm-hmm. move on to the next artist that <laughs> they prefer yeah, yeah. Oh, well um and so i think that kind of goes in with my brand name now listen you're going to kill me about the logo so i'm sorry oh, i am not i promise <laughs> literally i i did want like my colors are kind of like a peach and a teal and why did I choose those colors? Because I love them. And that is like your big, you're like, don't do that though. And I'm like,
0: ah, but I love those. Yeah, but they're also colors you use all the time. It yeah, makes that's sense true. visually. Right.
1: Totally. Right. And so like, yeah, I, I think it would be weird if I just chose those for my logo and then didn't incorporate them at all. And I did nothing
0: with Yeah. Them. Like if your logo was like black and silver, I'm like, I, I don't know if that would really go with right. your, that's a good point. your style. So it that's does, it does tie in. Yeah. And <laughs> I think those know?
1: colors are like they complement each other. Well, they're light, they're calming, but they're like energetic too. Yeah. Um, Good balance. and I literally just went on Canva and I found something that I
0: liked and I was like, sure. That's what you got to do in the beginning. There's, yeah. You should not waste your time, money, resources, anything on a logo in the beginning. You should just yeah. jump in.
1: Canva is the best. I mean, I know you have a little Canva boot camp situation. <laughs> my favorite. A little plug for that. I had to, <laughs> but it really is so helpful, especially for like small businesses when they're first starting out and they don't want to put a ton of money into just starting up. Um, so I really like it.
0: Heck yeah. And even my, like my big corporate clients and, and people who have been in business a while, they all use it. I use it. I use it for my own stuff. Like all the podcast graphics I put in Canva. It's just, it's easy. It makes a lot of people's lives easier. So yeah,
1: and it's really user-friendly. Like I had someone ask me, oh, I see that you're doing a lot of art. Can you make a logo for me? And I'm like, I, I really don't even know where to start with that. Hop on Canva and see what you like. Like, yeah, there's not much I can do, but Canva, there you go.
0: Yeah. It's great for inspiration. Yeah. Totally agree with that. That's, that's what I do for people when they, they don't know, they can't answer my questions about branding. And I'm like, well, what kind of styles do you like? Like, what are you attracted to? I usually tell them to go to Canva and and play around and be like, yeah. Late. At and least then, so. then we can chat a little bit because then yeah. there's some sort of direction that we can go in.
1: Right, like just start the brainstorming process.
0: Exactly. So that's good instincts. Yeah. So I'm curious what you you meant. You kind of mentioned this a little bit. I'm assuming that COVID had a lot to do with you jumping into the business of art but like what got you into art in general
1: yeah I mean I've always been drawing painting whatever as a kid um I took like I had a random Worcester Art Museum scholarship course so that was like a ooh, like sixth grade like ooh, that's exciting like very that's cool um and then I decided to go the psychology route in undergrad and grad school and so I really didn't have time for art at all um, and then, you know, fresh out of grad school, no money, starting your first job, and you're just so burnt out and exhausted. So still not doing art. And then the pandemic hit. And for as a school psychologist, we can't do IQ testing online. Like it's just not ethically sound. Um, makes sense. So there really wasn't much for me to do. I was literally just kind of sitting around. Um, and I was like, well, I might as well just like see if I can. Um, and I've been saving up for an iPad for the longest time oh at God. the time. It was like three it's typically it goes for like $500, but <laughs> yeah, I got it's it for expensive now. <laughs> yeah, I know. So, and I got it like refurbished and that was like, at the time that was a huge expense for me for like, I got it for like 300. Um, but that really like re re-upped the creative
0: process. Like, I guess. catapulted you.
1: Exactly. Yeah. And it's so funny because I was never into like digital work at all. And then since I got that, it was just a whole other thing to learn and like all these tutorials to do. And then I found all these other artists. And um so then, like I said, with the pandemic and everything, I had all this extra time to do that. And then I decided to start an Instagram and it was called like Julie creates, I think,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: it was just at the time it was like, let me just make some art and post it, and that like yeah. that was huge because that was really scary to
0: put my art into the world. Super scary. I don't even yeah. like sharing my my logos or my work ever. So. Right,
1: so, like, right. You. And then here, let me just share it to a bunch of strangers who could like do whatever with it or just be really nasty in the comments. Not, I've never right. that, but. Um, so yeah, that was huge. And then like, just, t- I took like teeny tiny steps of building a business. Like I didn't even know what I was doing, but I got like a, a lot Cricut. of people
0: I've interviewed are like, I didn't realize I was building a yeah. business until I'm in it.
1: Yeah, exactly. And like <laughs> now here I am making a website and I'm like, what the heck? Um, yes. but yeah, I took like tiny steps during the pandemic, like buying a cricket, buying the sticker paper, buying a better printer, like little things like that. Um, that I could invest in to sell more products. Um, And then at one point, it was just kind of like a year, maybe a year of just posting art for fun, maybe less than that, that I was like, you know what, I know I can do better. Like my confidence kind of upped for whatever Mm -hmm. reason. And I was like, I know I can sell stuff. I know I can make more realistic portraits, for example. Um, I know that I can make paintings that people will love in their homes. So that's when I decided to get on Etsy and I made Glad You're Here Co. Um, Hmm. And I like started actually believing in myself. Go figure. Hard to do sometimes. I know. Um, Oh my God. Yeah. So since then, like I still have the Etsy, like I said, um, a website is coming so I can kind of move away from Etsy, but um, I'm always like taking workshops and doing like online classes shout out to Skillshare that's like mm-hmm. one of the best websites I swear um but I think that like just always taking workshops and learning has also really kind of catapulted my art as well
0: yeah so I imagine Etsy is a great place for artists to start selling but I'm assuming at some point you're like I want to keep all the money I don't want exactly. to give fees right that's kind yeah. of the impetus for for having your own website and building yeah. that.
1: And like, I hope Betsy doesn't listen to this and yell at me, but they take a small percentage out. I don't know how much, maybe it's like, I think it's like three, three to 5%. Oh, that's not as bad as
0: I thought it would be.
1: No, it's not bad at all versus a site like... Teachers pay teachers. I think they take out like fifty to seventy-five percent. So it's a large chunk of That's money. So you really, That's don't insane. make a
0: lot. Oh yeah, God.
1: yeah. And then like I recently made a book with another school psychologist about so mindfulness cool. and gratitude. Thank you. Um, yeah, it's just kind of like building like mindfulness and gratitude in classroom settings. So like it's for teachers. And we were posting it on Amazon to get it published. And we were like all pumped, all excited. And then we saw that Amazon takes out 60%. I was like,
0: dang 60%? Yeah. Yeah. I so wonder. kind of like seeing My God.
1: all different websites taking money out. I'm like, all right, I got to just invest in myself. Go figure. Yep.
0: So. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, do you have any like pet peeves about the industry? I mean, we kind of just talked about one, but are there any other? Yeah.
1: yeah. I mean, I guess like on the topic of pricing, not even necessarily like websites taking money out, but there's just such a range of pricing. Each Mm. artist can choose how much they want to sell their work and it's very like independent. Um, And so there's no like set fee. You could sell A five by five inch painting for $60 or 300 or you know upwards to thousands of dollars and so it's really hard as an artist to like figure out well where do I stand like I'm new I'm beginning I don't even know what to do so it's really you have to put like a lot of research into that I think yeah um and then I mean can we just talk about Instagram
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yes,
1: wow. I can't. <laughs> like that is my biggest pet peeve, honestly, is Instagram. Like,
0: Instagram existing.
1: <laughs> just social media in general. Like, oh my God, it's a, it's a love-hate relationship. So frustrating, uh-huh. I agree.
0: Can't yeah. live and with it, can't live without it.
1: Exactly, and it's not even like, oh, the algorithm isn't pushing my content. It's the fact that here I am, an artist making stuff and then I'm expected to make more stuff for social media and then make yeah. stuff for the stories. And then if you want to throw TikTok in there, you like people say you have to make like three to five TikTok posts per day. And I'm like, oh my are God. you kidding me? So it's just just this like constant feed of like more content all the time is really exhausting. And I don't want to sound like complainy or ungrateful. Like, I'm really thankful for the community that I have built. And like, I love all the social connections that I've made. And there's wonderful artists on there. Um, But just like this constant push to make new and better material and all these reels or, you know, all these different things coming out is exhausting.
0: (laughs) Just like adds to the hustle culture of capitalism. And like, (laughs) I know that you feel similarly to me. It's like... We can't escape it. Like, yeah. Yeah. I totally get that. And like like you, you bring up a really good point. Like I'm not creating art per se, but I am using my creative brain all damn day. Right. And then I'm expected to put out more content. You're so right. Like right. It's, it's yeah. When and, does it end? <laughs>
1: right. And I think. And it's always like this new, like it always has to be new content. And I'm starting to get used to the idea of reusing my stuff yes. that maybe I made last year and reposting it because um, like for the, for instance, I made these large, I made this large Billie Eilish portrait that took literally a month. Incredible! Thank you. Thank you. But I made that. Right. And so then I, I only get like one post from that. Like, oh, no. No, 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 or. Or they are expecting you to always have something new. And so for something that takes me a month, well, then I, d- I really don't have time to be posting something during that time that I'm creating a new piece.
0: If right. Yeah. It's tough, but, so my, my. but yeah, on the point of reusing, I mean, you do a really good job of this. You show the process too, which oh, people find very interesting. I know I find those things interesting.
1: Cool. So
0: I think, I, I think there's like a struggle of like I'm trying to come up with new things all the time, but really what we should be doing is using what we have in a more creative way and yeah, and like you said, reusing it and showing right. different sides of things or showing the back end, showing it outside. Like, I don't know. I'm just right. I'm just talking out of my butt. No, here, I but. totally
1: <laughs> agree. I know. And like I love I love TikTok for like they show the behind the scenes or they show like just how shitty their apartment looks sorry can I swear
0: <laughs> absolutely
1: <laughs> okay great because I do that a lot um yeah they just show like how awful their apartment looks or whatever like that versus Instagram and it's very like
0: look everything is perfect curated. not reality yeah I know I purposefully like in the beginning of the pandemic I was like oh my god I should get like a background behind me because this is my second bedroom in quotes but it's really like my office and where all my pets are and then our storage and it looks like it looks a little crazy it doesn't look nice like Dylan's a massage therapist and he has like paper towels back there I don't know (laughs) it just it looks weird but I purposefully I'm like no we're going to just roll with it as is yeah this is my reality and the background of my zoom doesn't Like make or break the kind of designer I am or professional I am. It's stupid. So I'm trying to like actively push back on that because I I feel, I mean, it it can be really hard even just thinking of yourself as a business owner or entrepreneur because there's such a like a lady boss, like persona, you know what I mean? Like in the beginning you're like, I want to be professional and like, I should like strive to look like that. And now I'm just like, no, it is you what don't it is. have to look a certain way or act a certain yeah. way or be a certain way to have yeah. a business. That's crazy. If you're if you're coming up with a product and selling a service or whatever it is and you're getting money for it, you're a business owner. That's right.
1: And we don't have to attach the gender piece to it. Girl boss or whatever. Oh my God, <laughs> I know. Don't get me started. <laughs> yeah, I that's like that's the whole, boss. <laughs> that's all that you just like inspired me though, because literally in the other room, my studio space, which is really a desk. And that, <laughs> it just has piles of crap on it and yeah. watercolors here, a paintbrush there. And then I have like a large easel literally in the middle of my kitchen. So I guess I should just post more of that. <laughs>
0: just Work with what we got. Yeah. Like, I think yeah. I posted a reel about like the clothes I wore during the week or whatever, like a few months ago. And people were messaging me and they were like, thanks so much for posting that because I feel like I look like crap all the time and I'm like it doesn't matter if you look like crap right like, right it's like crap who cares no one sees you you're coming crap yeah, anyway like, yeah who cares it's crazy man <laughs> man, man. <laughs> media just yeah it's a lot it is the, the curated feel definitely yeah is not fun that's one of my biggest pet peeves. I think we're like actively working against that a little bit though. There, There is like a little movement, I feel. Yes, like I do feel that.
1: Yeah. I think people don't want this like picture perfect square image on Instagram anymore. They want to see the behind the scenes, what it really looks like, the reality of the situation. Because that I think is more helpful for other people who are just
0: starting out as well. Absolutely. The authenticity. That's yeah. what people are, are craving right now. Yes, for sure. So speaking on this, actually, I didn't even mean to segue into this, but um, do you have trouble like infusing your personal life into your work? And I, I'm curious about how that differs between like the art that you do and then your, your day-to-day full-time job, if there's a difference. Totally.
1: Yes. I, the quick and easy answer is 100% absolutely really struggle with this. I think, you've inspired me. I know other, other people have said this, so I'm not trying to like suck up, but truly you really have because you just hop on your stories. Like it's no big thing. And like, you got your nice braids and you're like, Hey, this is what I'm doing today. And I'm like, Oh my God, how do I do that? Um, it's like, for what you Just are- do it, Just <laughs> do it. That's the quick answer. But I think like for whatever reason, um, and my partner and I have talked about this. He's, he's a musician. So he's also trying to like talk to the camera and that is our biggest struggle is literally just sitting there looking at our own face and just talking to ourselves or talking to the phone. It is so awkward. Um, So that's actually one of my biggest goals for 2022 is I really want to at least like at least once a week, if I can to just sit in front of the camera and talk about my day, just that super Um, reasonable yeah, once a week, I think I can do it. I think I do a pretty good job of like, like I said, the process or behind the scenes, but talking about my personal life, it's hard for me to do. And I don't know, I think I'm getting better about it. Um, I think for a while, like I had my guard up with a lot of people face-to-face also, not just social media. Interesting. So I'm slowly taking that down. So now yeah. I think I'm able to like approach that topic on social media as well. That's um, good. But yeah, I want to talk about like, mental health and like what school psychologists actually do and um, just kind of like my thought process of art in general. Um, but it, it is hard because as a school psychologist, I definitely can't share that. Like
0: I can't, yeah, say, absolutely.
1: Joey got an IQ score of 70. Uh-oh. Or like, <laughs> like this, you know, like I, I can't even imagine what would happen if children or children's parents came across my page and saw them talking or saw me yeah, talking absolutely. About them. Like no way. Yeah, yeah. So confidentiality is huge. Um, there's been a bunch of sixth graders who have asked for my TikTok and oh I'm like, I am God. not telling you until, until you graduate from the school. And you were like, why? And I'm like, because I talk about dead celebrities. So no, <laughs> this is not appropriate. For you, this is not appropriate face. for a school setting. Bye. Yeah. So they're getting that username in June when they graduate. And
0: that? <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> that makes yeah, sense. So
1: it's, it's hard to talk about yourself on social
0: media. So I'm working it on it. It is. I know in the beginning I was like, no one cares. But right. The thing is, if they don't care, then they'll just scroll by it. They're not going to like track you down. And I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> you, you
1: get negative me.
0: comments for talking yeah. about your
1: life. Like, yeah. Like
0: if someone reaches out and they're like, that's stupid, then you can just ignore it. Right. Or use it as an opportunity to smash the patriarchy. I don't know. Like,
1: Love it love it sure I like this like anti everything theme that we have going on today I
0: feel like because it's the end of the year yeah I mean as we're recording this right everyone's because I usually have like a I don't I I do resolutions but it's more like goals yeah but I also in instead of resolutions I do like a a word or a theme for the year last year was accountability and this year is anarchy well maybe the year before that was accountability (laughs) anarchy they're a words um but no I mean on the same lines it's uh, the theme I'm trying to think of a good word for it but the theme right now is do less nice prioritize (laughs) that doesn't mean I'm lazy I just want to do less and I don't have a bigger impact whether that's on like my business or someone else or whatever I just I think I've been so like stuck in hustle culture for so long I'm like I need to break this habit
1: yeah yeah take more breaks I mean this week is the first time that my partner has taken a week off literally since I've known him for six years he has never taken a week off and like if that's not hustle culture I don't know what is
0: I literally like I take long weekends but I literally took my first week-long vacation to Colorado in the summer and I came back and I literally had an anxiety attack. Oh my god! Because <laughs> I was like, "This is not good." No, I can't. Like, this, like whatever can't I'm, I'm doing that. is not sustainable. Yeah, so yeah. It was good that it happened, but it was, was touch and go there for a little right. while. I'm like, right. I don't know what I'm doing, but it was important. So yeah, I don't even know how we got on the topic of. I don't know, but I'll take
1: it. Or <laughs> it,
0: it? I mean, it's good to talk about like yearly
1: goals and like yeah. Talk- so like back to the original question talking on social media is definitely one of mine. Um, And I think like back to the previous question, it's for the longest time I was thinking, well, I need to look a certain way. I need to have my makeup done. I need to shower. I need to have my house looking a certain way before I just like pop on an Instagram story and talk about my life. And I've totally kind of challenged that thinking. And it's like, why though? Like you really don't just get on there. doesn't matter. You don't.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I love, I love all of this. this love great. it. Yeah. <laughs> love <laughs> it. <laughs> so we've kind of talked a little bit about this throughout, but what are some of the things that you've struggled with and in, in starting your own business or in, in the career that you've chosen for yourself? What are, what are the struggles? Oh man.
1: I definitely like, like I said earlier, there's been a lot, but, um, like I said earlier, building confidence was one of the biggest things because I would make stuff and I would think, well, no one wants this or no one's going to think it's good. And it's such a cliche, but like artists are their own biggest critic and it's definitely true with me. And i finally like been like, no, wait, like that's actually really dope. And I need to pursue this and I'm actually a good artist. So keep going. Um, oh yeah. That, and then like, Saying no, not great at that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, setting boundaries, saying no. And this is in my full time job, especially because I'm new this year. So I want to be like so helpful and such a team player and like (laughs) so organized. And then you just burn yourself out. Um, And then I know it kind of carries on over into my art world. If people ask, Can I commission you to do this? Will it get here before the holidays? And I just say everything. And it's like, Julie, maybe, maybe just take a break, like do less, just chill out for a second. Um, so I'm working on saying no, it's really hard, but like setting boundaries is going to be kind of like a preservation skill that I need to work on. Um, Same,
0: I'm forever working on that. As yeah, well.
1: I know. I think it's just part of me at this point, And it's like just something to be aware of. And then challenge yourself to say no every once in a while even if like that's really hard
0: um, yeah and I'm not saying it's not an issue for for men but I also do feel like it's a it's it's more prevalent with women um especially the ones that I've talked to and the ones that I know I just feel like we're we're born to like get things done and to figure yeah. it out and to make sure everyone's happy and yeah we're just people pleasers and not Absolutely. all of us are but right it's definitely something that I've struggled with even in my, my personal life. I'm like, I, I don't have to do everything. Right. Like, I can ask for help.
1: Asking for help. Yeah. That's, those kind of go hand in hand. I've been a lot better since graduating college of like, once you have that full-time job and you literally need help because you don't know how to do anything for the first few months, you, you kind of just have to um, but it's still really hard every now and then. Cause I want to do everything by myself I'm a really independent yeah. person. So it's hard for me to say no and ask for help. I'm We're learning. Saying, We're working on it. Um,
0: yeah. I And I think in the beginning of my career, I wanted to give off this like very professional aura. And I, in, in my eyes, I was like a professional as someone who like can handle it all and figure it all out themselves and do it all themselves. And as soon as I started like hiring people to help me, and I don't mean like, I have other designers. I just mean like people to help guide me in my bookkeeping and taxes. Mm. And it, oh like, obviously there's an investment there like monetarily, but um, yeah. I, I just think that that's so important if you have the means to to do it. Get Set your ego aside and- Exactly. Try and think about ways to make your life easier. Right. And you're also helping them out too and you're supporting other businesses. And I, I try and yeah. do that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I like someone, I think it was a, I bet it was a TikTok video, but someone like flipped the idea of asking for help. And it changed my thinking forever that by you asking for help, you might be helping that person because they want to help. They don't know how. And so you're giving them like a concrete way that they can like be there for you. And I was like, whoa, okay. That like will actually strengthen relationships and asking for help can actually be a good thing. So that really helped me Decide to. I
0: love that. Yeah. Of course it was from a TikTok. Of course it was, right? I love TikTok and I don't use it for business because I purposefully want to use it for my own sanity, which I don't know. It's like the only social media that actually brings me joy. (laughs) (laughs) Not that I hate Instagram, but it it is a stressor for me because I use it business whereas I can go on TikTok for like the 20 minutes a day I allow myself and just like flip through and just laugh like it's the best yeah it's it's a uh but I guess it depends on like your feed because mine's like all animals and then I'm sure there's other people's who look a lot different than
1: nice yeah me and my partner is like even though I we think pretty much like you know pretty similarly his TikTok feed is way different than mine um, And then, like, so I post a lot of my art, and I talk about dead celebrities, that I, as I've mentioned, <laughs> and they're like conspiracy theories and stuff. And oh, I love that. so I. Well, I'm like obsessed with true crime and like conspiracy Same. theories. So sometimes I get some really nasty comments, though. Or like, one person was like, "Your art isn't even good," and I was like, "Delete, like, bye." You think you can get at me? Bye-bye. No, <laughs> probably like eight years old. Please, like, get out of here. <laughs>
0: that's bizarre that.
1: yeah
0: oh my god I sometimes the the comments on TikToks are the funniest part but sometimes I look and I'm like who are these people
1: oh yeah oh yeah they're I did like I mean for the most part they're like really really supportive and nice yeah. and someone bought one of my artworks because they saw it on TikTok and I they were like can you post this can you like make this so that I can buy it I was like sure It was like an original Marilyn Monroe piece. And I just put it up on Etsy for 30 bucks, not thinking anyone would get it. And now I'm like, uh, hey, Jules, maybe, maybe do 300 next time. Oh, my God. (laughs) But yeah, they got it like right away. I was like, "Okay, damn, whatever. But yeah, so there's some good things. And I think like businesses can really use TikTok for their advantage right now.
0: Yeah, if it works, I always tell people because I have some business coaching clients who are older, they're in their 50s and 60s and they're like, I don't feel comfortable on TikTok. And I'm like, then don't use it.
1: Yeah. You totally. don't have
0: to use it. But if you love making videos and right. TikTok is something that you spend time on, then absolutely try it out. There's no yeah. harm in in trying it out. But you also don't have to use LinkedIn and Twitter and Instagram and no. Facebook. Like choose like one or two, maybe three that you really like, right. and you're actually gonna spend time on. Right. Like, or Pinterest. I, I always like forget it, about Pinterest. Pinterest, I know Pinterest is I need to get on. a really, really good yeah, form for for some people. I need to get um, on there,
1: but I and I also say like you can use TikTok how you want. Like like I said before, I personally do not feel comfortable staring at my phone and talking to myself and I will never make a dancing TikTok video ever. <laughs> but Hell no. I can like I can record myself painting and then doing a voiceover because that doesn't seem as scary to me. My face isn't on there. So that's right. like okay, doable. Um yeah. so it's kind of like finding ways that feel better for you.
0: Yeah. That's a really good point. Cause I know I'm frustrated that there's so many gosh darn reels on Instagram now. But I started making ones that are kind of fun and I'm like, all right, I'm, I'm getting a little bit more, more into it, but nice. there's always a pushback when it's something new. You just kind of have to right. figure out how you're going to make it work for you.
1: Right. It's like, Oh, another thing that I have yep. to keep up with.
0: It's yeah. always changing. Totally. That's the frustration with social media. It's yeah. ever changing
1: Yeah,
0: for sure. So we're into the, the funny random questions. Oh,
1: these are my favorite.
0: I can't, I don't know what, what car would you be? I, oh I can't God. figure it out. All right. So
1: full disclosure, I have been thinking about this question for a while. Most,
0: most people do.
1: <laughs> and like, because I listened to your podcast episodes, they're so fun. And I was like, <laughs> let me, let me see what car I would be. So I was imagining it in my head when I couldn't sleep one night and it was a hot pink buggy probably with like eyelashes on the lights, you know, (laughs) and like blue polka dots. Like yes. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) talk about an overthinker. Am I right? Um, very specific. So that's, that's me as a car. I just think it's small and I'm also very short. So perfect. Has a lot of energy. Um, and it stands out as does my art, I think. So there you go.
0: I love it. I was thinking about, I I, w- I didn't have like a specific car in mind, but I was like, it's probably going to be colorful.
1: Nice. You So know.
0: we were yeah. on the the same page and still after, I think this will be the 10th episode, might be 11th, but this is not a repeat still. I'm so impressed. Wow. No repeat. Cool. Good. Love that. There's a lot <laughs> of cars all different, just like yeah. cars.
1: <laughs> yeah. There you go. I love that you asked that question though. It really tells tells people a lot about like their personality.
0: I think it's just a fun way to think outside the box. Yeah. So, when was the last time someone said, "Wow, that's someone brand for you?" Or some people have trouble with this question. It could be more like, "This makes me think of you," or "That's so you," something like that.
1: Um, <laughs> here's a funny <laughs> one. <laughs> it just happened last night. Perfect. Um, so we had a friend over and he hasn't been over in a while and we have a bath. And so he went to the bathroom and he was like looking at the bath and he noticed that there was a lot of dirt in the bath and he came back and he was like, so Julie, do you, I mean, I knew you were like, you know, earthy crunchy, but like, is that how you bathe now? And I was like, Oh my God, he really thought that I would do that. Like, okay. So needless to say, like anything, anything hippy dippy, but the story behind the dirt with the plant, I was, I was Watering my plants. I was gonna
0: and, guess it was something yeah, with plants, some dirt, like
1: in the back, whatever, <laughs> or so like, like picking it. off
0: your boots. You're hiking, yeah, boots or yeah. <laughs>
1: that, so that, like, that really cracked me up when he was like, "I mean, I knew you were like earthy, crunchy, but <laughs> so there's that." um And then, like, really, like anything, anything hippy dippy, anything flamingo. I'm like obsessed with flamingos, so that's an easy gift. Ooh, why really
0: flamingos?
1: Love. They're they're pink and they Mm. stand out and they're like,
0: they're very cool.
1: They're just so unique. And I love them the most. I've like been obsessed with them since I was a kid. So
0: I listened to a podcast episode. Um, I don't know if you've heard of every little thing. No, it's kind of like a, it's just random things. Like people will call in with random questions that they can't find the answers to on Google. And I forget it was something to do with like a mascot. And they got on the topic of Um, flamingos but flamingos can live in like in the winter like in stoneham zoo down the street from me they're out right now like they're they're cool so they can live there they can live in like volcano like atmosphere like they are so cool i remember listening to this episode i was like I did not know that.
1: Yeah, that's. I didn't know that either. I wrote like a whole book about flamingos in the third grade. I don't want to brag <laughs> or anything. Um, <laughs> so I learned like their habitat and their size and what they eat. But I do not remember that fun fact.
0: That's pretty cool. It is very cool. They're yeah. very adaptable. So there you go. That, that works for you. yeah, I know I, I always think of you. I think I sent you or I tagged you in like a process of someone drawing something, anyone who draws anything realistic, I think of you.
1: Oh my God. Thank you. That's very sweet. So that that's
0: so on brand for you. That's so
1: on brand. Yeah. 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 Any
0: drawing video,
1: (laughs) any watercolor, anything.
0: I get a lot of those. So second to last question, tell me a childhood story that is on brand for you. Okay. Um, (laughs) or what you were like as a child or okay. Whatever.
1: I mean, yeah, I was always doodling, always drawing. Um, I was pretty spunky and sarcastic. So that's, <laughs> that's me in a nutshell. But I remember, like, this is kind of a sweet and endearing story, but in the first grade, I think it was my teacher's first year working at the school that I attended. And so by the end of the year, she had all of her first grade students um, paint something on her rocking chair So the rocking chair was all like red and like blue spots. It was like all, it looked really funky. And I don't remember what I drew, maybe just like a basic heart or something, but it was the best. And I just love that she let us be creative in that like non-conventional way. Like what other teacher lets you paint all over their furniture? Like, I love that. That's so Um, cool. And then like last year, actually, I think it was around the pandemic, like when it first started, I reached out to her to thank her for that. And we were able to reconnect over email. And it was like, so sweet. I was like, "Oh, oh Ms. Lam, you're the best. That's so yeah, wholesome. A <laughs> yeah,
0: a wholesome childhood story. There you go. Our teachers really make a big difference, though. I mean, I remember I, I, so I don't know if this is typical in other schools, but for third and fourth grade, I had the same teacher, which I don't know oh, why. Yeah, we that have was some
1: like... of that now.
0: That's weird, but it was great. She was amazing, Mrs. Parker, and she's since passed. But Aww. she was so cool. I there was a point in my life where I really wanted to be a writer, and so I would write books, and I had I had a series of books, and it, the characters were Michael, Mikey, and Mike, <laughs> which and, makes and no sense, you. but it's fine. <laughs> but I used to write all these books and she would see me writing them like in class or in our like free time. And she was like, why don't you put those in the, the reading basket for everyone to read? Aww. And so we, everyone started doing that. We had a basket of, like, everyone's homemade books. And That's during so reading cool. time, we'd all read them. It was so cool. But I remember that so vividly. Like, she had such a positive yeah. impact on me. So, yeah.
1: I Bless mean, teachers, I will say, not girls. all teachers are like that.
0: but for the Absolutely most not. Point, <laughs> yes,
1: yes. But I want to say, like, and I have to believe that most teachers, like, Come from a good place, you know, well intentioned.
0: Yeah, especially in the beginning, I'm sure they yeah. all they all okay. want to teach because they want to help kids, right? Right. That's,
1: right, absolutely.
0: That's cute. I love that story. Oh, thank you. So, last question, perhaps my, one of my favorite questions. When I say the funniest thing that you've ever witnessed is there anything that comes to mind or like the last funny story or something that makes you laugh something with humor
1: everything like I'm the biggest animal lover hands down 100 any animal for the most part love them yes but like every single time I'm scrolling on TikTok and I come across an animal doing something stupid like I will (laughs) hands down lose it like I (laughs) love it like I love cats But if you show me a video of them running full speed ahead into like glass sliding doors, like a bird, I will die. Like, I love it. It Gets me every time, every time. I love it. Yeah. So, that's really anything with like cats or dogs that can really make my day.
0: Yeah. Cause are you, are you, are you vegan or are you plant based? How would you describe yourself? Yeah.
1: So, I was let's just, let's just get into it real quick. So I was, vegetarian. <laughs> I've, I've been vegetarian for 10 years, so I haven't had meat for 10 years. Um, and then I was like fully vegan for three, but wow. having like health problems. So, so now I basically am plant based. I would, I would say that I'm yeah. like 90% vegan, but I have eggs. Um, yeah. and then Honestly, it's really awkward to say no to a social gathering and they're offering like something with dairy in it. I again, it's I need tough. help saying no. <laughs> so, um, so sometimes I'll just pop a lactate and and take it because, like, for example, our custodian right before our Christmas break, came around with breakfast pizza with cheese all over it I couldn't say no to
0: him he was
1: the nicest he was like here, breakfast
0: here, pizza really,
1: oh Merry god. Christmas I was like okay fine so yeah pull my so,
0: arm yeah god
1: can't say no to you Mr. J fine <laughs> yeah so so I'm basically plant-based but,
0: yeah I yeah, thought no, so because I think you've you've posted or you've uh, given me some ideas here and there yeah my, well you're getting me into a
1: purple carrot i need to i need to check into that
0: it's so good
1: i think it's, I'm gonna it's supposed it.
0: to come on mondays it's monday right now but it's not coming until wednesday <laughs> this week i'm like what the heck am i gonna do cultural
1: <laughs> <First laughs> problems i guess
0: <laughs> i know oh my god damn
1: so you have to like make your own and like a recipe oh no oh, darn it can't do that
0: definitely yeah. getting better at that yeah so
1: how time. long have you been uh, do you say you're vegan right
0: yeah. Well the thing about vegan is like we eat vegan but then oh, I'm great. putting this birds bee shit on my lips so that's Good point. That's not vegan. So I I mean I say vegan cuz it's just like I think easier right um, to for people to understand what that is but I would describe probably as plant based is, is the best. Okay. Yeah. Um mostly for health reasons but I get I have to admit, I get a little bit emotional about the animals now. There was a TikTok. There's a a duck who um, is a pet and someone brings their duck to get Starbucks and they get like strawberries and water. And I kid you not, I was sobbing. Oh my God. like, why are you sobbing? It's just drinking water. And I'm like, I don't know. I just love it. It's so cute. Yeah. I know. I mean, I definitely would.
1: (laughs) yeah any video of animals like they get to me uh I definitely went plant-based at first for like for the animals because I saw what food ink probably and I was oh yeah I couldn't handle that so yeah
0: piggies oh Um, my god this could be another whole episode yeah this is a whole other
1: podcast
0: (laughs) (laughs) anyway so I guess that's all the questions I have for you, even though I could keep talking to you forever, but Yay. I want to make sure you promote anything you want to promote or tell people where they can find you, and I'll put everything in the the show notes so you don't have to like spell anything out. Or oh my or gosh, the
1: best. Okay, <laughs> um, yeah. So my Instagram and Etsy is glad you're here Co. And I think on TikTok it's just glad you're here. Um, and then. As far as like promoting anything. So we did just release a book with another school psychologist out in California.
0: It's called
1: four weeks of radiating gratitude, a positivity journal made for the classroom. And it's on Amazon. And so the idea is it's for teachers to use mindfulness. And it's like literally 10 or 20 minutes of activities for the kids. Um, comes with lesson plan and everything. So yeah, that's
0: so cool. Yeah. So
1: I illustrated that. So I was like hyped about Amazing.
0: That. Thank you.
1: Yeah. That was a, it took like a year and a half. No big deal, but it was a lot. Wow. Yeah. It was a lot, but it's out. So yay. And then, um, like I said, I'm releasing or er, publishing
0: promoting all the <laughs> whatever things. the lingo is I'm making a
1: website okay <laughs> um glad you're here co.com that'll be up by the time this is released yes and I'll have like custom pet portraits up there custom people portraits Um, I have this new series I'm starting out called the scribble collabs where, and it's from an artist called Jessica Seabock. I'm like obsessed with her, Hmm. um, where the kid scribbles on a piece of paper and then the artist does the work on top of it. Yes. obsessed. So I'm starting that, um, I have three or four done right now. So that should be up and ready to go. Cool. Yeah. I'm hyped about it. We'll see. We'll see what happens.
0: It's so fun. Yay. Okay. Thanks. Cool. Well, thanks so much for, for being on the podcast. Thanks for having me. This was so fun. Yeah.
1: I know I could be, I could keep talking to you for a while too.
0: <laughs> Yay. Yeah. It's been a while since we've connected.
1: It has been, it's um, been a minute. I mean, we're like Instagram messaging, you know. Yeah, so we and, know what we're up to. But yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, great. this is awesome. Good for you for doing this, Kristen. You're a rock hey. star. Just making it work. <laughs> you're making it work thank all through you. like COVID and everything
0: damn yeah I, I admittedly didn't record anything when I had COVID because I was no. like I'm on a no. cough or absolutely able not to hear anything yeah oh yeah. my god so it feels good to be back and, and recording so thanks good. for being my first one back anytime <laughs> all right, all right. Well, thank you yeah thank you
1: happy new year <laughs> yes <laughs> okay
0: bye bye